Welcome to the Sent to Share podcast. We are a collective of simple churches bringing hope to our cities. Welcome to the Sent to Share podcast. I'm Joe Camerlingi alongside Brent Hofen. Hope you are having an amazing week. Uh, we're just a couple of disciples of Jesus that uh, want to help you multiply disciples as well, right where you're at. And we're sharing stories. Uh, we're having uh, just a, a good time being able to share with some of the things that uh, we have going on for the last couple of weeks, Brent. We've been talking about going out amongst the lost, about personalities, about how we share in that together. And so that's just been fun and kind of going on that journey with everyone. I love it. And this is kind of a milestone because this is episode number 12. We've made it through a dozen episodes of this podcast. And we haven't, even slapped, we haven't even slapped one another in person once. <laughs> Just through the camera, through the through or through our recording uh, software. <laughs> Other than that, not in person. And you said we wouldn't make it past ten. So you I know. know I remember that. back to those inaugural episodes. We were wondering if we would make it this far. So if you want to know if God answers prayer, since we're talking about prayer today, he does answer prayer. <laughs> uh, well, we are going to talk about prayer and we're going to talk about it specifically in preparing for going out amongst the lost. And my philosophy in all things is if someone else has a great idea, then you just steal that and take it as your own in preparing for stuff. And so Jim Britz was sharing with our uh, a dear friend of ours, uh, was sharing about prayer before going out amongst the lost. And I went, that's really good. Let's just take that for the podcast. Yes. And uh, here we go. So Jim, if you're listening, thank you for us stealing this. Yes, we appreciate it. God gave you eyes, so plagiarize. <laughs> but no, it's really just about how do we prepare ourselves. And I, the reason I thought it was so great is because even before Jim shared it, I was actually praying some of this prayer that we're going to share with you in a moment in certain ways over people for a, a month leading up. And then Jim shared it. And I went, that's kind of what I've been doing, but it gave me new thoughts and ideas to be more specific about it. And then this last week, I've prayed that over three people. And this is the prayer that he shared with us. He said, um, when we're looking for persons of peace, reminder of persons of peace, you go to Luke 10, you go to Matthew 10, and we're uh, about people that are open to the things of God. And so a person of peace is someone that's open. And we're talking about finding them, finding your first one, finding your next one. And he was saying that this, pray this prayer, right? God, would you be, be would you enable me to find a person of peace, to disciple them, to baptize them, and then to get out of the way and let them baptize others and disciple others as well. And it's just a simple prayer of opening up your eyes to, okay, I want to find someone, but then I don't want to be constantly that person and, 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 and baptizing the other people that they should be baptizing. I want to get out of the way and be able to disciple them so that they can baptize and disciple others. Mm. Yeah, I have to say that when... This prayer was shared on our coaching call a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was just profound. It was almost like a, a God moment, a Holy Spirit moment, because to me, it's a prayer of expectation. It, it's a prayer that raises the bar and says, do you have faith to believe that the things that we've been talking about on this podcast, um, the things that Jesus told us to do as disciples can actually come to pass. And I think that was one of the things that hit me the most, Joe, is like, God, would you enable me to find a person of peace? Like that's, that's being bold. And it's very specific because you, you either, he, 
have found a person in peace or you haven't found a person in peace, but it raises the bar like every, every comma, comma to disciple them until they come to Christ, comma, get to get to baptize them, comma, then get out of the way and watch them baptize someone else. This year is the part that I think takes it even to the next level. It's like, God help us to have this prayer. And you know, when we were on that podcast, we, we had, I think it was like 10 or 11 people pray it individually. We just listened to 10 individual people pray that out loud. It was like every person that prayed it, the power of God just kept increasing. And then the instructions that he gave us is, is once 10 people have prayed it, he wanted everybody, and there were about 50 people on the call, to pray it. And it didn't matter if we overlap. So just unmute your mic and start overlapping. And I'm just telling you, like, if... The meeting place where they were meeting was shaken and that could happen on a Zoom call. It happened on the Zoom call. The place where they were meeting was shaken. And so I want to ask you to, to like, why was that powerful for you? As I was sharing, it was so powerful because I had been thinking of that. I got to pray with a friend of mine <clears throat> that I first ever, when I did some of the prison outreach, wrote to and is and is now out. And that was it so we meet on a wednesday that friday before i was just sharing with him i don't know what direction he's gonna go he's you know he's on fire for the lord but i was just like praying over him this because we're not in the same area and i was just saying father i just pray over him and i want him to find other men to, that can hear his story and hear his testimony and what you've done. And Lord, I pray that he's able to, you know, disciple them and baptize them, Lord. And he, because he was going to go out and meet some of the old friends or some people that uh, he hadn't seen. And so it was, that was the first part was like, oh, wow. And now I have this direction of like, I want to add things into that prayer that I didn't pray, you know, this year part of it, like you were saying, but also this idea of him you know, getting out of the way. The other thing that was powerful or, or myself getting out of the way and then teaching him kind of that same principle, but it was twofold too. So one is it's powerful because in, in my case, a lot of the stuff I do in the prisons, I, I can't be there all the time or I can't be there. And so I'm getting these questions all the time of like, you know, the next steps. And so I'm forced to be able to have to pray this. I was forced to have to pray this for some time now because you know, a lot of these guys are asking questions. And the best I can do is answer something in an email. We're trying to get video going, but I have to help them disciple others and baptize others because I can't physically be in there. And so it's just given me a renewed focus in praying that. And so this last week, I prayed it over another um, through through email through another gentleman that's in there that I'm discipling, and we're going to hopefully meet Friday and talk about it more because he's witnessing to a couple of guys in there and he's like, Oh, so, I'm so thankful for this prayer. You've just given me, you know, I just have this person who doesn't know God. I don't know if it's him, but it's someone else. I want to be able to do this. And so I'm so excited about that. And then the second part of it was just within my neighborhood, finding that person of peace. It's been on my heart for a mm -hmm. while. And so I'm praying this and that's an opportunity where I will have to, you know, be praying to get out of the way. Cause I could physically kind of step in there when they could, to be discipled and then baptize others. Yeah. I mean, it's just a prayer also not of just expectation, but of dependence on God. Like God, do we really believe that you can raise up these disciples and that it can multiply to the place where it can't be controlled by a person? Uh, so many of us have never experienced anything like that, but that's God's heart. And 
I think this is this prayer teaches me that I really need to grow in my dependence upon Jesus's plan for multiplication. And if I'm willing, I'm pretty sure God's willing. <laughs> you know. And I, we were talked about that story of you know Cornelius and Peter the other day, and this idea. Okay, he goes there for baptism. He stays with them for three days, but you're hope and expectation in the scripture is, is then he's no longer there. You would think that Cornelius is now and his household is now going to have to step up and be able to baptize others. And what Jim shared too last week was that idea of like someone telling him, well, isn't it great that we get to, to baptize others? And it's a, it's a struggle for other people. Cause we think like, Oh no, only the trained can baptize. But Jim was like, no, no, not only do we get to, it's a commandment. It's like almost like a commandment to eat cake. Cause it's like this amazing mm. thing. And it's like, no, 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 you don't get to do it. You're commanded to do it, to baptize others and teach them and disciple them so that they can baptize others. And that, that mind shift is, was something that was kind of eye opening. Yeah. I, it's, it's a beautiful to think like we can get out of the way. Um, in fact, we need to get out of the way. Uh, that's the only way that we'll be able to experience the fullness of Jesus's command and then watch them baptize someone else this year. I'm just excited that there are people, our team, but also there are people in all across America right now who are praying this prayer. Um, and we're going to meet all kinds of people when we get to heaven who are an answer to this prayer. And it's because we did it. We had the faith to pray it. We took the responsibility to, to know that we have to, we have to disciple somebody and baptize them. But then the expectation is, is that every disciple of Jesus gets to experience the same thing. Where will we be even a year from now? If we keep praying this prayer, that's exciting to me. And it goes with that expectation of in prayer preparing before we go out amongst the lost or if we're going to do something on our neighbor or an outreach or a prayer walk or just hand in some pie or whatever it is like that expectation of meeting someone and praying that over that situation or going wherever your specific outreach is uh, to pray that with expectation and to, to just be like, oh, I can't wait to see this happen. God, I can't wait to see you move and to see this, um, this idea play out, you know, what I see in the book of Acts, what we read about, Lord, I want to see that happen. And as you begin to pray that, it's just amazing how God shows up and answers it. And I mean, it's just been proof of what I've been able to pray with others and see this happen and see this happen um, in real time this week and be like, okay, the baptized part hasn't happened, but I know there's a group that's there's like three, one, you know, one guy reached out to me and now there's like three groups that are birthing out of this. So I'm praying big time over that. Lord, I just, I want to hear about it. Yeah. I'd love to be there to see these prisoners baptized, but I'm like, I just can't wait with it. And I need to continue to pray in expectation that that's going to happen. Yeah. There's a quote in the David Garrison book. I think it's in the very beginning of our disciple making training that we went through and we took people through and I, and I might not get the quote exactly right, but it's something like we pray because our ex, our abilities, what is it? Our expectations exceed our abilities and we need God to show up, you know? And I just think of like, man, if we're going to see God reveal his glory to unbelievers, to the lost, to the broken, to those who need healing, to those who have strongholds in their life, they need to be set free from. 
and we need God to do miracles. Like these kind of prayers are so important. And I just think in general, one of the things that I have learned through disciple making is, is that my prayer life needs to be extraordinary because that's what Jesus asks of me. And, you know, I'm learning better rhythms of praying and fasting. And there's a direct correlation to seeing God move when we increase our prayer life. So I think that this is a great example of a prayer that we can add that would make our prayer life become extraordinary again. But I also know that if we just pray this prayer and we don't keep growing in other areas of prayer, you know, when you think of prayer as a whole, um, that this could just become something that we just go through the motions. It's just a tool. Um, how, what, in your opinion, why do you think extraordinary prayer is such an important part of disciple making? It's the preparation. We were talking more about that today. It's reminds me of like, I can get stuck in uh, theory or just stuck in a place where I'm not listening. And it reminds me of what God wants to do. I could get stuck, I guess, concentrating on the mountain um, or the problem and not see that God already wants to have that solution. So let me give you an example. I was just down, we were bike riding this Sunday because we had a rare, nice day here in central Oregon. And we went past the place I'm sure you're familiar with on the Deschutes River there in a park where we've done a lot of baptisms before. And mm. I've been down there. And I just pictured, because I had had this in my heart, and I was just praying as we were riding by, I was just kind of thinking, how amazing would it be to see one of my neighbors uh, or some of my neighbors down here who aren't baptized yet I, and to have them baptizing someone else? And I began mm. to pray that. And I went, if I concentrate on the mountain right now, which is that, you know, I've gotten and tried to establish a lot of relationships in my neighborhood, but I haven't found the person of peace yet, or I haven't found this kind of key insider. If I get stuck on that, um, then how about taking it back to prayer, prayer and being begin to imagine of what would happen when, when God moves the mountain instead of the mountain of like, I haven't found them. I'm already moved beyond the mountain of like, God, what do you want to do? How do you want, how do you want to get to this place where I see this happen and then i can begin to my expectations can be bigger and and it keeps my focus off of the problem which is we know in so many areas they teach you like if you're focused on the problem you're focused on the the, the kind of the wrong thing and so i think as we begin to get in prayer we get away from just stuck as you mentioned the same old kind of prayers of like pray with expectation see things and 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 just be able to really hold on to that hope of what God wants to do. And he wants to partner with us and, and begin to see things as he does instead of as we do. I love it. Well, I think that this is going to be a shorter episode, but I think the most important thing that we could do in this episode is challenge you, those who are listening to adopt this prayer into your life and to pass it on to the people in your circle of influence and, and I'd love, Joe, if you just would lead us through this phrase by phrase and, you know, whether you are driving in your car right now or you're working out at the gym or, you know, you're cleaning your kitchen, whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, that you would just make each one of these phrases a part of your heart. Uh, maybe take the time to write it down because I think that there, this prayer is something that like I tried to just pray it like in my own words but I don't want to leave any part of it out. So I just wanted to make sure that I had it because all the way to I'm, I'm praying this for this year. Um, I think that's an important piece of it. So would you just lead us through it, Joe? Yes. All right. So we'll start. God, this year, would you enable me 
to find a person of peace? Would you allow me to disciple that person? Would you allow me then to baptize that person? Period. Then, Lord, would you help me to get out of the way and let them find a person of peace or their oikos, Lord, disciple those people and baptize those people, Lord. So it starts with, God, would you help me to find that person of peace, disciple them, baptize them, and then get out of the way and let them go through that process of finding persons of peace, discipling them, and let them baptize those people as well, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. And we just, for those who are listening right now, I just pray your blessing over them, Lord, mm-hmm. that that you would open their hearts to what you want to do in them and through them. And that as they begin to pray this prayer, God, that their eyes would see the way that you see, that they would begin to see their street, their neighborhood, their city, their um, gym, their workplace, their circles of influence, the way that you see them. And God, thank you for the promise and the great commission that you will be with us always to the very end of the age. We don't have to do the work of trying to turn somebody into the person of peace. All we got to do, Jesus, is be obedient to you and you're going to take care of the rest. And that makes this prayer even more fun, Lord. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so grateful that um, that we get to be a part of this. And Jesus, you called us to something that's so meaningful and so purposeful. And we really are on a rescue mission. So I pray that we would see people um, the way that you see them, as even as we go about this week. And it's in the powerful name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 All right, get out there and pray, and we look forward to hearing your stories. As always, if you prayed this and you have a story, please share it with us. We'd even love to to read it out on the podcast or maybe in the future connect and have you on the podcast so you can tell us that story. Love it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Sent to Share podcast. Our goal is to encourage you to live a Sent to Share life with an aim to make disciples who make disciples where simple churches emerge. If you have questions about what it means to be sent to share, making disciples who make disciples that lead to movement and the birth of a collective of simple churches in your city, we would love to connect with you. You can find out more at senttoshare.com.